Hello and welcome to the news. Al Bradford in the studio for one of the last times recording, pumping out some uh, banging episodes as always, but sad times. This is uh, an end of an era. Yeah, I haven't stopped crying to be honest. I've been sobbing all day. It's been a bit teary, but uh, I'm excited to get into today's podcast because there's lots to cover there's plenty going on in the world, and we've got some opinions, don't got we? got some opinions, yeah. Before we get some opinions and we start letting them loose, letting them fly, yeah. uh, you haven't checked out our episode yesterday with Cassie and Steph from Butter Insurance. Go and do yourself a favour. Get familiar with what they do. Uh, eyes on the prize because I feel good things coming. Well, yeah. that, that Explain a little bit about the business. So you, it's insurance for shit that you care about. So if it's like, for example, for me, like records, for you it might be a laptop, it could be a fucking – could be uh, a book. It could be anything that you that means value to you. You know, even a fucking three hundred dollar hoodie. You know what I mean? Something like that. Um, you can put some insurance on that. So they're launching soon. Making insurance sexy and the hype around it. It's real. They're doing amazing work, and they got really good people around them uh, helping them out. So uh, I feel like they're on a rocket. They've strapped themselves in, and uh, we we done a really really good podcast with them. So you need to fucking listen yeah, to it right was, now. I like. I like those type of chats. I feel like you like, I like seeing people in the process of doing things mm. and they're very much in the process of making stuff happen and it's a life-changing experience they're doing at the moment and to both quit their quit their jobs and go into this and then go into a new profession after the, like we talk about the fear factor of changing careers, changing paths, changing lanes, melter mm. of an episode. It is. So after this episode, go back, listen to that and then let us know what you think. But, and then after that, leave us a five-star review. <laughs> There's lots of orders in there. I, w- I want to see if I've got a bit of influence and power. Oh, you, know I mean? you love it. Talking about influence and power. Netball Australia in, in financial limbo after G- Gina Reinhart pulls $15 million sponsorship deal. The boss of the Australian Netball Players Association has detailed the Diamonds Players version of events in the sponsorship fiasco, which ended with Australia's richest person, Gina Reinhart, ditching a mega multi-million dollar deal with the team. Catherine Harvey Williams described a roller coaster of tense negotiations and changing agreements where the team adopted a sisters in arms mantra to support rookie uh, Danelle Wallum, an Indigenous player set to make her deba- debut for the Diamonds. Uh, at issue was the, uh, the presence of the logo of Reinhardt's mining company Hancock prospecting of, on Diamonds uniforms in a sponsorship arrangement worth $15 million. Wallum had expressed reservations about wearing the Mining Giants logo because of comments from Reinhardt's father, Lang Hancock, who in 1984 said that Indigenous Australians should be sterilised to breed themselves out. There was some misreporting that the players were turning their back on the money. That was never the case. After team discussions internally with Netball Australia, Harvey, Harvey Williams said Wallum and Diamonds players had agreed to wear the logo in, in the just-finished Constellation Cup against New Zealand, won by Australia. We came to an agreement with Netball Australia that the team would do would do that, and then the compromise was uh, Danelle Wallum was not required to wear the logo against England. The Diamonds start their three-test series with England tomorrow. The commitment with Netball Australia is we could then come to the table post the international window to discuss the partnership and the sensitivities to, to work out how we can come to an agreement that satisfies, satisfies all parties to move forward. Uh Really important, blah, blah, blah. I'll read what they Really saying. important, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Hey, put that in but the proposal, your autobiography. The proposal was denied. Um, what what they actually came out and said, Regina Reinhardt come and said, get your wokeness out. Mm. The, the players are asking for more money. I've got the money. You can't tell me what to do. I'm taking my money away. Yeah. That's nuts, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But what was said was fucked. Yeah. That's, that's fair and... 
That's just fact. I think it's opened the dialogue more about like I, I just find it hard that people like our good friend Liz. Yeah. Name gets brought into things. She's the captain of the Aussie Diamonds right in the spotlight with this crazy stuff going on and that's fucked. They're trying to comb over genocide. That's whatever, right? Yeah. Let's 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 table that for a second. This is just opening up a whole other thing of what do we expect athletes and people to do mm. to be part of this system, this machine, this eyeballs, this opportunity to play sport for a living. Having that influence. Having that influence and doing whatever, but is this the commercial arrangement? Is it the sport? Can they do this sort of stuff? Why, if they've they've already gone in, and what Gina said is, if they've already gone in and made the agreement Mm. and and signed the partnership, why weren't all parties consulted and and gone through that thing about... Conversation should have happened earlier. I just feel like someone... It's blown up in public. They've been offended. I think I think it's been offensive for from probably the Reinhardt camp. They've felt offended. Yeah. Around well, I don't have to I don't have to do shit. I've got the power, I've got the control. Don't bite the hand that feeds. But what was said was fucked up. And you gotta for someone someone, an Aboriginal person coming through the ranks, she's a rookie too, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So you can't you wanna set the right path for people like that and make sure that they feel safe and that's pretty fucked up what was said too. So I just need to be more mature conversation. It sounds like the comms broken down. And yeah, for yeah. someone like Liz, she's a fucking gun athlete, gun leader. Oh, like she's a freak. I don't know if you've watched the Constellation Cup, but she's a, amazing. And like all this extra stuff that comes with being captain, yeah, different yeah. responsibilities. Like you were saying, the athlete, what, what is the athlete now? You know what I mean? Are you a politician too? Like the world's, going on. the world's gone crazy. I think it's pretty harsh. I look at it now and like netball – obviously in some financial trouble after the last couple of years, seeing a sort of thing like seven or eight mil of losses over the last couple of years and a $15 million package that was to go to players, staff and development programs. Grassroots and Grassroots stuff, and you know. It's just ripping ripping the pathways and stuff. I've seen people say on Twitter, like, go and get a new – oh, sponsors should just come and pick this up. Yeah. It's like you guys don't understand the real world works. Yeah. The world, not not hey, many people have that kind of money. Hey, yeah. you know. Not many people have that type of money, one person to come and do that. But yeah. also it's like – the world's crumbling. Yeah. You know, $15 million sponsors and backings don't grow on trees. And I feel like in terms of a lot of people have spent a lot of time working on these deals for this shit to be blown up post-signing. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah. All the hard work and all that sort of stuff's been done. And it's a horrible, like from a, I think like it's a horrible. I just feel sorry for everyone in the situation. It's a shit situation. Yeah. What can you and do you just that? hope that it gets resolved. But I, I noticed that they are supporting them for the next whatever until they find the next sponsor or something yeah, like yeah, that. They've said that, but that's like a contingency thing. That's yeah. a, they wouldn't. Hey, but you, talking of sport, the, the <laughs> moving on, huh? Moving on, <laughs> move on. Had enough. Had <laughs> yeah, enough. Like, I don't care. That's don't it. Care. We're that's, done now. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. But the anchor has decided to move the show on. Yeah. <laughs> if you've heard enough. Go work, go broke. That's what go you've been work, hearing everywhere. But everywhere. people saying shit about Liz on Twitter because oh, I just went and had a look. We'll headbutt. Yeah, we'll headbutt. We'll, we'll fucking cave your head in. That's it. We'll, no, we'll, no, we'll promote, no trash we'll, talk. We don't promote violence, but don't don't <laughs> say things about Liz. All right. Uh, World Cup cricket. Oh, yeah. I just put this on the agenda because I love cricket and it's on and it's in Australia at the moment. And I don't know if you've seen Pakistan versus India the other night, but 90,000 people at the MCG sold it out. It was meant to be pissing down that night. Yeah. No rain or just little bits of showers and stuff. They kept playing through. Went down to the last fucking over, the last ball, um, and India won. Virat Kohli hits two amazing sixes uh, in the second last over, set him up. And so that you're watching that, this on repeat? You just no, no, I just watched this live on, on KO or whatever, but people who were there, like Aussies who would uh, obviously cover the cricket and stuff, they reckon it was 
better than an AFL grand final. The atmosphere was insane because they're very vocal. Yeah, they Indians love and Pakistanis, they fucking love it. They bring all the shit in, the whistles and stuff. They just go bananas. So People love cricket. They love cricket. Australia lost to New Zealand, um, so that's not a very good start. Our boy Adam Zampa yeah. uh, from Goodlids, we love Adam Zampa. He's love doing that. some good work. Yep. He actually played well. He just can't help it. The, the team sucks. You know what I mean? Hey, Finchy. Come on, we love Finchie too. But, love Finchie. That's, but uh, that's the Aussies great. probably need to pull their head in a little bit. West Indies actually got knocked out in the qualifiers and they should be pretty much automatic starts. But they're so talented, they can beat any team on, on any given day. But they, they actually got knocked out to, by Ireland. So Ireland now in uh, in the World Cup. So you'll be seeing some fresh faces. And their people, that's what's cool about this. Like uh, Irish cricketers, they could be playing like local club over there. The, the quality is not as good, obviously. But they're coming into a World Cup place and the best players in the world. You know, that's a pretty cool... Like, there could be just regular blokes out there now they're playing fucking World Cup cricket against the best. That's pretty insane. So Maybe you should move to Ireland, get a, get a new gig, get a new passport. That's what Hamish, our good friend Hamish, speaking of... You know, Liz Watson's partner, actually. Hamish yeah. is our good friend. And uh, I think he was thinking about going to New Zealand for a bit, do a bit of Luke Ronke style and just go over there and try and get a contract. Because he's a pretty good player, you know what I mean? You can whip them off the pads, all right. So, um, oh, is it too much, Hamish and Liz? Yeah, what is this? The Money Business Podcast. They're going to tune in, though. So that's that's good. But, um, but yeah, the cricket. Go and listen. Where else cricket? (laughs) Moving on. All right, far fetched. Why this one comes from Smart Company. Emma Ellsworthy. Far fetched. Why Kanye's court case against a Melbourne burger joint will likely fail. Controversial American rapper Kanye West, legally named Yay. Has taken his battle with a diehard fan who owns a Melbourne burger joint to the federal court in a case that one intellectual property lawyer says is almost certainly doomed to fail. College dropout burgers owner Mark Elkhuri has been accused of misleading and deceptive conduct by Ye in a 43 page statement of claim filed last week in the federal court, the latest escalation in the months long David and Goliath saga. In the documents, lawyers alleged. The name of the Ivanhoe burger joint was a direct reference to Ye's debut album, College Dropout, and noted a menu item that lists regular beef burger ingredients topped with dropout sauce. The facade of College Dropout burgers also included the illustration of a bear, which the legal team drew a comparison to Ye's album art, where a person dressed in a mascot bear costume is uh, slumped on a set of bleachers. I can't understand what would motivate a major artist to sue a sm- small, humble burger restaurant on the other side of the world, he s- the, the owner said in a statement. What are your thoughts on this? I'll show you the I photo. just think there's a legal team. There's probably a legal team that he's got that probably searches shit all day on Google. Because he's straight up, he is. He's, he's I, would, I don't off. reckon Kanye West has probably even seen this. I reckon it's you his reckon? legal team who's just gone, yeah, let's just try and get money out of anyone who's trying to rip off the name and the brand and stuff. And to be fair... He is. He is. But I think artists need to see it in a way of like, hey, bro, how about next time I'm here, you're such a big fan. He's, he's committed his whole life to this fucking business, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a big, big thing. He comes over next time and goes, someone appreciates my art and my thing that much. Why don't I go in there and then just, hey, let's create an actual burger and I'll get royalties off that. Or there's ways to rock people's world and live a better life than do shit like this. You know, like if you had a fan who wanted the the Robbie the Robbie Hicks burger or something like that, you'd be frothing it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. But I see he'd get shit like that all the time where people would just try and. But it's like people bootlegging merch and stuff, I suppose, like trying to make money off their name. But there's why I think you treat people like that. Like Imagine you're it was a the fan. funny business. It was the funny because business mm. burger joint. Yeah, and it had the well, funny business. They're two very common words put together, so I feel like we'd have some trouble. All right. So I, I reckon that's what a, do you I, reckon? I think it's a bit harsh, but I also. I'm on Kanye's side with this yeah. a little bit. It's like, 
hey, uh, I'm sorry. That was, I like the branding. I like the idea. I like what he did. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's true. <laughs> You've ripped off what Kanye's stuff is and Kanye knocked on your door. Yeah. It's like, hey, man, <laughs> hey, man, you're using my photos and my yeah. stuff. Yeah, well, there was photos of him on the – they're using the bear. That's not coincidental. And that's – he's major influential, influential, you know. Yeah, and I just think it's like – But it's like the, the the George Costanza bar or something yeah. like that. I don't know what what George thought of that. I think he visited it. But there's different approaches, but you don't you can't rip off people, though. No, you can't. And we're going we're gonna to move on because uh, we've heard enough about Kanye's in the news hey, everywhere. Actually, he was on Lex Friedman's podcast. I just watched a couple of fucking seconds of it. The first bit, he talks about engineering, bro. Yeah. He literally is there taking notes. It's on another planet. It's an interesting watch. You should watch it, listen he, to it, whatever. He's really in the news at the moment. He's, he knows how to, to get a headline. They're like, trying to cancel him. You Everyone's reckon? trying to just shut him down. Yeah. He's, 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 a different, he's a different unit, but I kind of like maniacs like that. Yeah. Like he's the 1% of the bell curve type of... Are, are you a desk bomber by Brendan Wong, Wong editor at Wongy. News? Hey, Wong, we <laughs> love your work. If you need to talk to a colleague at work, do you send them an email or do you make a beeline for their desk? If you're the latter, you're known as a desk bomber. Picture this. You're in the office and you need to chat to a colleague who's also present. Do you email them or do you go to your de- their desk unannounced? Writing in the AFR, columnist Polita Clark says, a fear of approaching someone at their desk without warning, a phenomenon known as desk bombing, has become a growing issue in offices. She describes it as an outbreak of overweening shyness or intolerance or of interruption that is the best, that is at best self-destructive and at worst unproductive and annoying. Clark admits she is a chronic desk bomber and that she's not alone. None of us would waste time faffing around with an email when we could simply talk to someone face-to-face instead. It's more efficient and usually more enjoyable. What are your thoughts on speaking to a colleague unannounced? I just think everyone likes to communicate in different ways and once you figure it out, if they like getting emails, then maybe email them. If they like getting the little massages out of nowhere, maybe give them a little shoulder massage. You I, know? Don't know about, I don't know about promoting shoulder massage, massages to <laughs> colleagues at work, but... Um, That's just the way I like to operate, you know what I mean? Just touchy-feely, just make sure I'm fucking making a presence in the office. Touchy-feely, Not like yeah. Weinstein, but just more like <laughs> good vibe, Karamo. Come on, sit down, relax. No, I'm going to say, this is one of those things now with people... Going back to hybrid work, people working remotely. I think if you're in an office space, the way people should use offices that that type of stuff is encouraged. If you've got the earphones in, if you've got something up where you, you hey, you're busy. Mm. I don't know if they're on a call and that, don't fucking go and hang up their call. But yeah. I think in office, that incidental contact, that opportunity to create those conversations is why mm. people go into the office. Mm. So, hey, if you're working from home, mm. book in a time because obviously you might be doing deep work or doing something else. But if you're in mm. the office, mm. I think you need to be approachable. Yeah, but I also think like if you're making calls all day and you're sitting around people who are I I can't be in rooms. I don't like people listening to my phone calls. Yeah, you know, you're whispering sweet nothing. No, because I'm smelling snake oil. You know what I mean? I need to sell that shit in private. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, but I just think it's a confidence thing. A lot of people don't like doing that. So offices mean different things to everyone, and the bigger you are, the harder it's going to be because there's more people. With different interests So yeah, yeah. part of your hiring process Could be Do you like working from home Or do you like Working from the office There's no wrong answers Just tell me what you Just like Just tell me what you Fucking actually like What's your preference What's your preference You're not in trouble What's your flavour but, but, but if you say Strictly working from home You don't get the job I'm walking away <laughs> I like Happy Rob It's rare Your yeah. face is cracking It's go. good isn't it The sun's smile. shining hey, We're pumping the episodes out Getting the, Just making the most of this <laughs> We're uh, pumping them out Just making the most of the ambience In here in the studio yeah. But we're we got some things up our sleeve. Don't you worry about that. Funny well, business. Yeah. We've ditched the video. 
Yeah, we, we've ditched a video. If you haven't noticed this week, because you're only just listening to it, it's just come out. Well, this is the first episode we're you've ever listened it, to. Yeah, we're, we're not doing it with the video today because we're just too much. It's too much. Honestly, I found that me and you need to be looking at each other rather than through a camera. And to be honest, it was a bit confronting, that sort of that sort of style. So I feel like uh, if we can get it better at, to a point where it's better and we can do that 4K all day and we can make it look sh- like schmick, then that's good. But at the moment, I just don't feel like it's... It's not worth it. And I feel like we can get better conversations when we're looking at each other. That's a good way to play it. But hey, go and check our episode yesterday. Keep your eyes peeled. Hot or not drops tomorrow. And we'll be back again. More guests, more staff, more content all the time. See you later. Bye. Almost too much. This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast. (laughs) 